Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Well, hey, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope that you had a fantastic week. Mine was good. A little bit different. My husband's been out of town all week, so it's Tuesday as I'm recording this intro. He's been gone since yesterday. And the funny thing that I've noticed about when he goes away is that it throws my routine off. (laughs) There's something about living with another human being that is a baked in body double. And I find that when he's gone, I lose all sense of rhythm and routine in my day. So I've been a little discombobulated for the past two days, but I'm hanging in there. I'm doing all right. I'm enjoying some time alone. I thought that I would have all this time to watch shows that he would have no interest in watching. And I have yet to turn on the TV, but it's only day two, right? And fortunately, he'll be back on Thursday. So by the time you're listening to this, I am well entrenched back in my regular routine. Speaking of regular routines, I've got something that is not regular this week. As you know, this is mostly a solo podcast where I record basically mini coaching sessions for you, my fabulous ADHD audience. But today I have a guest and his name is Russ. And he reached out to me, I want to say like four or five months ago and suggested that we do a collaboration. And what struck me about him is that he's really funny. So if you go check out his podcast, I think you would find him to be clever in the way that he approaches ADHD and just very raw and real in his experiences about it. So anyway, we decided to record an episode on planning and reflection, because that was something that he was struggling with. And as you know, I am a total nerd about it. So We walk through that whole process of what does it actually mean to create a weekly plan, set a time to actually reflect on it, and then use that reflection to create an even better plan the following week. And for me, this is a very structured ritual that enables me to just be 1% better every single week. Imagine that. If you were just focused on getting 1% better every week, how would you plan it? How would you measure it? How would you reflect on it? And how would you plan for the following week's 1% improvement? And when you think about that habit and ritual over time and how it would compound, I absolutely believe that I would not have the success and enjoyment in my business if I were not practicing this routine on the daily. And of course, as part of my community, I encourage you to do that too. And I have tons of videos around planning your week, thinking about what you need to include and how to plan for things on YouTube. And I also have some podcasts that walk through the same content, but that is something that I think is very powerful and it was a joy to talk to him about it. But let me tell you this one thing. If you are somebody who's easily offended by F-bombs, then you are probably not going to want to participate in this particular episode because there are quite a few of them. That's not something I typically do on this show, but once in a while, when you have a fellow potty mouth in the house, You have to go whole hog, if you know what I mean, jelly bean. So that's what we have on the podcast this week. And I'm excited to share this episode and feel free to go visit Russ over at the ADHD Big Brother podcast because he is just a gem. So on that note, let's roll to the podcast. You're going to talk to us about reflection, but before we do that, we all have a origin story. What is your particular ADHD journey? Mm, Like many people, I completely became unglued during the pandemic. It was 2020, and 
I, we had moved to Austin just a couple of years ago from California and two winters in a row, we had this major ice storm. So I'm like having panic attacks and at the same time, still trying to show up for meetings and stuff because my interoception, my ability to understand what's happening inside of my body (laughs) becomes more and more elusive. So pandemic, lack of structure, starting to go through menopause, all of these different things culminated in me just not functioning anymore. And although I only learned that it was ADHD when I started listening to Shalene Johnson, who's a podcaster, and she was describing her experience with ADHD. And I was like, holy shit, that is my brain. (laughs) If I come out like to the 10,000 foot view, I know in retrospect, I struggled as a kid. That was ADHD. And I had a lot of eating disorders and stuff like that. I was very overweight as a kid. And then I said, to heck with that. I'm done being overweight. And I started working out and working out made me neurotypical. I know it didn't like exercises next to medication, probably the best therapy for ADHD. And that's basically what it was. I was compensating for an undiagnosed disorder for years. Suffice to say, I've been working out for a long time and that helped so I didn't even realize I had ADHD until working out wasn't enough anymore because I was going through hormonal changes and 2020 and all these things. And my brain just fell apart, even though I kept working out. And that's when I realized this is what it probably is. And I need help because I can't use fitness to keep my brain aligned anymore. So I then pursued a diagnosis. And of course, as one does when they have ADHD, before I even got the formal diagnosis, because it's a very lengthy process, I had already signed up for ADHD coach school because I knew I had it. You need the check mark and the gold star, like stamp of approval. Yes, you have ADHD. So I signed up for coach school, started taking coach school. And then I had my final like meeting with the psychologist who was evaluating me. And I remember her being conversational and talking about all the various different things they did to come to the conclusion that they came to, which she still hadn't told me yet. So I just had to interrupt her and say, sorry, can you just tell me, do I have ADHD? She's, yes, you do. I needed to know. And because (laughs) if I knew I had ADHD, then I didn't have to blame myself for all of my errors and flaws. So yeah, that's my origin story. And then I became an ADHD coach. Yeah. What got you into that? What got, what had... Was there a transition from what you were doing in corporate or how did you get into that helping people? Uh, Okay. In my fitness life, I was a fitness coach for a long time. So I I had my chops when it came to coaching and I had always thought about life coaching because really that's just a more broader approach from fitness coaching. And something just felt a little odd or corny about life coaching. And I'm not picking on life coaching because I am one, but it just didn't feel right. (laughs) What a dork. (laughs) So once I realized, oh, I probably have ADHD and I learned about ADHD coaching, it just felt a little bit more purposeful to me. And it was like, oh my God, yes, this is exactly what I should be doing. So I was working in corporate. I've been in communications and change management for the majority of my career. So I hated it. I was consulting at LinkedIn. I wasn't a LinkedIn employee, but I was, I was like, you wouldn't have known the difference between me and an employee. Mm-hmm. And I loved LinkedIn, great company, but it was, became harder and harder to do the job that I was in because I was just so not into it. And I was with ADHD, it's really hard to do things when you're not into it. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. So uh, as I started going through my coach training and I was like, what you would call maybe a baby coach. They push you out to start coaching as soon as possible. And I felt woefully underprepared. So I did hundreds of hours of coaching people for $1 that I didn't feel like I was taking people's money as a baby and experienced coach. 
So that was a long process, but I got to the point where it's like, yeah, I feel pretty freaking confident about this. And I went through my basic training and then I went through advanced training and I literally just got my certification last week for my advanced course. So oh, check, wow. it, check, 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 I got all the boxes. <laughs> You're littered with gold stars. That's awesome. Yeah, the, uh, and that's uh, part of the reason why you're here too is because I'm totally scamming some free coaching off of you right now. Mm -hmm. So for people that don't know, you had heard an episode where I talked about re reflecting and I think that I was like, I don't know how a person with ADHD can reflect on their week. I don't even know what I ate for breakfast yesterday and it sounds like dark magic. And you <laughs> emailed me and you said you reflect and it's game changing and it's a big deal. So I am here asking you if you will help me and then by, by association, all of us, what is the dark arts of reflection? How do we do it? Okay. How, how, what are the benefits of it and all? Just go crazy. All of it. Yes. I am obsessed with this subject because it's something that I used to never, ever do. So when I was in corporate, I didn't need to reflect. And the other half of reflection is planning, right? Like you plan, you execute, you reflect, you understand what worked, what did it, and then you plan better next time, right? So it's a cycle. I had no idea about this. They don't teach you this crap in school. Not that I was paying attention anyway. And as an adhd -er, it's not something that I'm naturally inclined to, right? Because it's an executive function. This is all like prefrontal cortex crap. So I was never a planner and I got through corporate okay because- I didn't have to, I didn't have to plan in a way that was self-driven, right? Like at work, there's certain things you've got to plan. There's certain things you've got to do. And there's certain things that, you know, you execute on. For example, what do you do as a job? Uh, my job, my, my corporate job is I work at UPS. Okay. I basically boss around semi-truck drivers. Okay. All right. And in your job, you are pretty good at knowing you go in in the morning and you turn on your computer and you basically know what it is you need to do, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're never, you don't ever sit down at your desk in the morning and go, I don't know what to do today. So you have a plan, right? Like you just don't, it's not really structured or anything like that. You just, there's a knowing. It's a job description, right? I know what my job description is and what right, I'm expected because to do. Exactly. Because that structure is there for you. It's externalized. It's not in your brain. And you've been doing that. How long have you been doing your job for? I've only been there for a couple of years. This is okay. my side note. This is my, this was my stability because I am from ADHD and through my historical life, I am chaotic. And I, from actor to stay-at-home dad, to realtor, to always doing things and then leaving things. This was my final, I need to fucking, I need something that has health insurance and blah, 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 blah while I build something and not impulsively jump into something. So I've only, I was only, I've only been there for a couple of years and I just, yeah. it just happens to be the perfect job because it's highly chaotic and urgent and there's a lot riding on it. And I'm a dork for how improving efficiency. Right, so I right. just it was easy to climb up a ladder a bit there. Okay. That's awesome. So you found your sweet spot. Oh my God. That's a whole other conversation yeah. about quitting jobs. Yeah, but let's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's focusing here. So anyway, <laughs> you have external structure in your job already. So yeah. if we br blow this up to the level of your life, where is the disconnect? Tell me a little bit about this reflection and what that means to you specifically. I don't, to be honest, I don't ever think about reflection. The way that I, oh God, if I was to, I, the way I think of reflection is, 
what am I doing wrong in life right now? What needs to be fixed right now? It's, it's not a structured event. It's a stressor. So okay. it's, oh, it's the end of the day. Oh, what? I don't think about what did I get done and how can I feel good? I think about, fuck, what's coming up? What do I got to do? What am I missing? Who am I letting down? That kind of a thing. Oh, but that then we're, like I'm also coming out of a depressive episode. I'm also, <laughs> okay. so there, there's some natural negative thoughts that I'm working through, but that's, yeah. I don't really think about reflection. Yeah. No wonder. Cause reflection in your experience doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, an opportunity that's... to beat yourself up. Yes. Okay. So what would you want reflection to look like? Pie in the sky. And this is for me thinking about you coming onto the show. I've already, I'm obviously thinking about it. And it would be that I looked back on what I got done during the week and that informs where I'm going. But I, I wonder if it, is it, is it a method for feeling good about myself where I'm like, oh, let's go mining for things that I did do. Are you, yes. is that a question or? Yeah, it is a question. I'm not okay. sure what, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm looking for. Okay. When you said, I don't reflect who are these people that do this, you were bringing that up because why? Like, why do you need to reflect? I don't know. I, that's why I'm like wondering, you have done, you've reflected and you, it's a, it's this awesome thing. And I'm like, okay, so I want that. What am I missing? What, how can I escalate where I'm at and maximize what I'm doing? Yeah. What am I missing in reflection? Okay. All right. I, make, I want to make sure, because the thing is there's reflection, which is a part of this like planning cycle process, right? And there's that, but then I'm also under, trying to understand what reflection means to you and how it might enhance your life. If reflection doesn't exist, is that a bad thing? Yeah. So that's where my, in my ADHD head, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if it won't, because I don't know that I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. It makes me think of like those times where you go to the store and you forgot you, you didn't get the milk. And then your partner's like, why didn't you get the milk? I didn't know that to think to get the milk. You didn't think were we out of milk? No, I didn't. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know to think about. So does that make sense? It totally does. Oh I don't know what I don't know. It, that is such an interesting thing. Cause if you walk through life thinking everybody knows something that I don't know. And I, you must feel ill-prepared for life a lot of the time. Yes. <laughs> I, or that probably plays to imposter syndrome, right? Or you guys are all so much better off than me. Why? What am I not doing? Right. Oh my goodness. Can I just assure you that nobody knows what they're doing? Can I just remind you of that? We all don't know what we don't know. That is the MO of being a human being. So the first thing I would say is... There's never going to be a point in your life where you do know what you, like I mean, when you know it all, right? Like where right. there's no longer any imposter syndrome or question about what the hell I'm doing in life, because that's part of the human experience. However, when I responded in terms of reflection and what I've done, I'll explain to you how I was pre-reflection and then post-reflection. Okay. Before I got into this habit of the whole planning cycle, which includes reflection, I was going through life willy-nilly. So wake up, go to work, do all the things at work, come home, sit on the couch, rinse, repeat, right? Like it was 
I was living in my habits. So there was zero intentionality around it. Like I me, mean, I had intentions to get up and go to work and feed myself and keep a roof over my head. But beyond those sort of basic fundamentals of life, I wasn't moving toward anything, right? I'm sure you have goals that you want to move towards. And reflection is a part of that process on some sort of regular basis where you're actually pausing and saying, am I moving in the direction that I want to go in or not? So I did not have that. And I didn't realize it was missing until I left corporate and I was out on my own. And I've done this several times, leaving corporate and starting jobs or starting companies. And I might have an eyelash that falls out at any moment. So don't be, don't be scared. Oh my <laughs> God, you're losing your eyeball. <laughs> so where was I? In previous episodes where I had left corporate to start companies, I would sit down at my desk at home on day one. And I'd be like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So I'm just going to do busy work. And that's where it really came up for me that this whole idea of planning reflection was, it didn't even come up for me at that time. I failed at several businesses, went back into corporate, then came into this role as a trained ADHD coach and went, oh, I understand what's been missing in terms of me reaching the majority of these sort of esoteric goals where I have to come up with milestones and tasks and actually reach them and reflect on my progress. I realized what was missing. And that was this whole planning and reflection period. So I talk about this a lot. So my audience is very familiar with my process that every Sunday, as opposed to me trying to remember to do things like get the milk or even go to the grocery store or whatever. I have a very intentional process every Sunday where I plan my week. It's called my Sunday setup. And I use Notion, which is a software tool. Are you familiar with Notion? Vaguely. vaguely. Okay. But the Notion is besides the point, but that's just what I use. I have a tool that is templatized and guides me through a planning and reflection process. So on the weekend, I sit down and I'm reflecting on the week that I just had based on a template. So it's asking me, what did you enjoy doing this week? What did you not enjoy doing this week? How much progress did you make towards these numerical goals? That is a reflective process for me. So I can understand the progress I'm making from point A to point B, where I'm in the messy middle, and it's really hard to be aware of where you are in a process. And then at that same time, once I've finished my reflection period, I have a templatized process for planning the week ahead. So I'm looking at my calendar and my appointments there. I'm looking at things I've committed to or mail that's come in that requires to-dos. I pull all of those things together and I plan it out for the week ahead. I also look at my goals and I look at my, I have various different assessments I use in my practice that I also look at like my strengths, needs, and values. And I remind myself who I am, where I'm going, and what I need to do this week to inch myself forward. The reason all of this is so process-driven is it that it has to be externalized and outside of my head. Because if it's not, and I don't have this ritual, I will A, forget to do any of it. And B, if I do start reflecting, I will naturally go to what you're talking about. What didn't I get done this week? How did I fail this week? Yeah. Our natural inclination is to always go to the negative because limbic area of our brain is always looking to protect us. Our brain's job is to protect us and make us not die. So it's always looking for the negative. Oh, it's God, always looking yeah. for all of those things that you haven't done throughout your week. Whereas if you get into a templatized process of, I plan my week here and I reflect on my week here. And in between, I'm constantly checking back on my plan. 
like at least three times a day and oh. know that you're moving towards that goal that you've set for yourself. Hopefully when you are in a good frame of mind, you will continue to move towards that. And I will tell you that the only reason why I have a successful business today is because of that process. Every week without fail, I send out a podcast, a YouTube video, a newsletter to my community, and I will obviously show up for all of my clients. And that continues to bring in new business for me. And I've seen slow, steady growth in my business. And I've never, ever had that before. I've never been consistent. I wanted to touch on something about when you were talking about the reflection, I was like, okay, I think I know an aspect of it that might be an issue for me that maybe you can help me with is my, there's two things. It's uh, attention around reflection, which is auto. It's usually a deal breaker for ADHD, right? Where you're like, ah, oh, it's a little bit tense, so I can't do it. But it's the remembering of the past week. Is there, is that in your notion that like where you see the things that you did? Cause how do you remember Monday or Tuesday and all those things? Yes. So see, this is part of the external structure that I've set up for myself. Again, it's why I am obsessed with Notion as an ADHDer. So this is a podcast. (laughs) Seriously, Notion needs to sponsor me because I'm obsessed with them. So I can't really, I'm not going to show you this. I'm going to do my best to explain because we are on a podcast. I will give you links to show notes that I have. I have a Notion set up and this, it can also be done in a paper planner where there is a weekly spread, right? Like Monday, oh, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And literally when I sit down, I write out everything I need to do on Monday, everything I need to do on Tuesday, but I'm doing it in Notion. And I work from my Notion page. You had said earlier, oh, you have two monitors in your office. It's because yeah. one has always got my Notion page to that week. So not only am I working in Notion, because that's where I do all my content planning and just documentation and all my crap is in Notion. It's also where my weekly spread is. And your weekly spread is your second brain where you're constantly going back to it. And so not only is it telling you what you need to do next, it's also a record of the things that you did. So when you Are get you going to share that? Are you, do you have, you said you had a template? I do Can have we a template. link to your website or to wherever you have that? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, um, no, yes. So the thing that I want to warn you about is Notion is a rabbit hole for ADHDers and there's a bit of a learning curve. Once you get the learning curve, your head just pops off and it changes your life. But I will, we can link you all of that stuff. And I have tons of YouTube videos where I literally walk through how I use that spread. But that is essentially, it is externalizing everything you have to do in a week and then going back at the end of the week and reflecting on the things that you did using very intentional questions that I hope you have written down somewhere. Like it just be a piece of paper with, these are the questions I ask myself every Sunday about the week that I just went through. And I don't want any shame in any of those questions because you're <laughs> Why not- Why are you a piece of trash? Yes, Why didn't exactly. you do that What thing, did you loser? screw up on this week? You complete loser. You can't let your brain go there because it will. Yeah. Can I do this in my bullet journal? I can't, not, no offense to Notion. I'm, mm-hmm. Notion is, I'll probably end up in putting a link to Notion in the show notes just because people are going to be interested. But I can't do anything computer oriented as far as planning. I have to have my bullet journal with me everywhere. So it's my way to, I can steal some of these things into yes. my bullet journal, right? Sure. Absolutely. Of okay, course cool. you can. Bullet journaling is great. That means you have a system for externalizing your brain already. Yes. Now all you have to do is tweak it so that it's moving you in the direction of your goals. It's that intentionality <sighs> of, 
I'm here and I want to go there. What are all the steps that I need to do? I need to put them in my bullet journal. However, that works for you because everybody's brain is different. And again, we have to do things our own way, but it's the intentionality and process that I really want to get across. Yeah. I need to have a structured Sunday setup. Mine is very loose. And okay. Most so of my tell me about plan. your bullet journal. Sorry to interrupt, but tell me about that process right now. Yeah. So it's super loose. And my mantra of life is I have to be cool with myself. So yeah. I'm, I half ass my way through a lot of hard things because that's how they move forward. And I half ass the hell out of my bullet journal. So it'll be, I typically in the morning, Or at the end of the night before, I will write the things that I need to make sure I get done. There's an appointment, whatever. I don't necessarily refer back to it. It's just there if I need it, and I know I've done it. And then perhaps at the end of the day, I'll X out the things I didn't do. Oh, shit, there's that thing. I'll make sure I'll put it in my thing to do tomorrow. Maybe I need to make a calendar reminder. Maybe not. It's all very loose. Does that sound loose to you? Because it doesn't have structure to it. It had that sounded yeah. exactly like structure to me. Oh wow. Where's my gold star? <laughs> Listen, you I'm just a- told me that you write a to-do list for yourself every day. You check back and the things that you don't do, you put towards the next day. How on earth is that half hour? Wait, oh wait, no, the way you just said it back to me was like it's a religious practice that I totally do every day. Okay. Uh, I'll go a day, two days without putting anything in my bullet journal, even though I carry my bullet journal around everywhere. Yeah. So it's And maybe this is why I'm like, how do you remember everything you did during the week? Because I don't have a structured list of all the things that I did do. So I could do my Sunday setup and be like, okay, how did I do last week? I don't fucking know what I did on Monday. What did I do on Monday? I get, people will ask me like, what did you do over the weekend? And I'll be like, I I have to think. That's random though, right? If you asked me what I did yesterday, I'd have to think too. You need to contextualize your reflection process. Okay, I love your bullet journaling setup. You might okay. be able to get a little bit more consistent with it if you wanted to, but it might not even be that important. What's your biggest goal right now in life? To master reflecting in this podcast. No, it's <laughs> to, my ultimate goal in life would be to serve people with ADHD full-time. That's all that I do. Okay, so my you want to launch big, a business. Big goal would mm-hmm. be to do it from my fifth wheel RV in wherever the fuck I want to be in in the U.S. If I okay, want to, that's mountains. a that is like a such an other conversation because my audience. You asked me what my big goal me. was. You, oh, I know. I just that I could go down that rabbit hole, and I'm going to resist. Um, <laughs> so, if your biggest goal right now is launching a business, then here's the thing that might be missing. Are you like willy-nilly moving towards that or do you have a plan? I have a plan now. Okay. Are you putting that in your bullet journal? The, no, the plan, I'm putting the assignments from the plan when I need to, but because it's something that I is always on my mind, I'm always thinking about it. So I, it's not something that I need to put into my bullet journal. Okay. Uh, so you're always thinking about this goal and you're relying on your brain. So you may be remembering things, but when we come down to this reflective piece, what are you reflecting on? What I'm getting right now is I don't have anything tangible or physical to externalize, to think that I'm reflecting on because it's all just, I thought about it all week and I did do this thing. I am putting together that thing. Maybe it's my concept of what I think reflecting is. I do think so. Of like in my, in 
I'm thinking, what did I finish? What did I get done? As opposed to, have I been moving the needle forward on this? Which is a little bit more vague. Was I moving the needle forward on that thing? Yes, I was. Not, I feel like I wasn't. Why wasn't I? I'm all good with the non-judgmental questions about what can you do next week to move that forward more? Or what are you going to be focused on next week? Oh man, you know what? This is the side. I had a client that talked about, he was talking about theming his week in buckets. And I thought that was brilliant. And I'm a huge component of, you tell me what is the thing that ignites you. We'll brainstorm, but people tend to have their own unique thing, right? And he was like bucketing. And I was like, oh man, maybe now that I'm thinking about this with this, maybe that would be my bucket to be like, what is my theme for this week? And I can reflect on the theme rather than the specific, what did I do Monday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m.? Why do you care what you did Monday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m.? Because Monday is six days ago. That's the one I'm scared I'm forgetting all the way. So reflecting for you, I see, I'm still not entirely sure what your intention is around reflecting. I'm hearing you say, at the end of the week, I've got to go back and reflect on my week, but I don't remember what I did. And where I'm trying to go to is you don't have to remember what you did on Monday. As long as you, because we can't keep everything in our brains, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, this all comes down to externalization because your brain is a terrible place to store things. So if your most important goal right now, like if work is autopilot in the sense that you don't need to plan it, then that's great. But you have this business that you ultimately want to get to in this RV. That, <laughs> that needs to be externalized in a way where you're actually making milestones and steps towards it. Like you're, there's tasks you're making tasks and actually moving towards the goal as opposed to just thinking about it all the time, unless that's working for you. Like your thought storm about your business or, and do you think you're moving towards it? I think I am moving towards it. How do you know? Because I've, I'm, because I'm creating things and I'm, I've gone from, I look at it like this. I've gone from nothing to now there's a monthly income that's coming in from it, which is more than zero. And so I'm like, okay, how else can I build upon that? And how can I grow that and keep going with that while I'm in my stable other job? Oh, I lost my train of thought. That is, because you were just I think what it is, I when I confuse people, I think it's because I don't, I'm so hyper-specific on what is the meaning of a thing. And I'm maybe attaching too much definition to it and what it has to be. And am I doing it right or wrong? And yeah. if there's somebody's getting a benefit from it, I want to know how, what am I missing and how do I do that? And how can I get the benefits from that? And then it's a very focused, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Yeah. Right? I hear that. Very Perfectionism yeah. is big for you. Yeah. And black and white thinking. Yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's totally like what we were talking about coaching. I'm like, am I going to take this track or this track? Or am I going to, it's the, it, I am very black and white. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Just know that about yourself. Right. Like, yeah. so in your reflection process, you just reflected back to me in your business that, you know, you're making progress because you've gone from zero to something and that's better than zero to nothing. Yeah. Now, maybe you would want to have like monthly or quarterly goals. If that motivates you, if that stresses you out, don't do it. But what I'm saying is in terms of what you're doing, you are doing everything right. You're doing 
right according to Russ. And I want you to really focus on the fact that oh you're doing right because if it works for you, it works for you. And that's what you would tell your clients, right? Yeah. You would right say, according no, to Russ, you're... I'm going to put theme music to that. It's just according to you. And that's all that has to be. <laughs> and that is the essence and ethos around coaching, right? Like helping people understand what they're doing that works for them, showing it to them like, hey, you just said this works for you, but you were just so fast and not paying attention to what you were saying that you didn't even realize, yeah. put like the magic path right there. But then you will look at it and say, oh no, that's not right. Because it's supposed to be some other ethereal way. I don't know what that other way is, but I just know that my way is not right. That's how you're thinking. Oh, you for get sure. Oh, I'll throw you up on a pedestal and I'll be like, <laughs> you've got your shit together and you've got ADHD. How did you do it? And you just said, you emailed me about reflection. And I'm like, I want that. How is that? And it's, I'm also like, I'm always looking to lab wrap myself. What does um, that mean? Try things. Okay. To tr try things out. And I really want to, Try the, here's what I think this, um, I'll, here's what I'm getting out of this okay. and what I'm, I believe I'm going to try. So I'm going to try this over the next few weeks, which would be to, I'm going to steal your idea of the Sunday setup and I'm going to really look at the full week. I'm going to steal my client's idea of the theme, the bucket and be like, this is the theme of the week. There's going to be a. And because the focus on this conversation was the ADHD big brother business would be what is, what are my goals for the business for the week? And then the following motherfucking Sunday, I am going to look back on the week, not for life, not for my whole everything. It's just the theme, the vague theme of the ADHD big brother business. And I'm going to, I need to get from you if you don't mind, because I'm juicing up about this now. I'm really mm -hmm. getting okay. good. We're in the what activation my... phase of coaching now. <laughs> I can feel the electricity. It's coming alive inside of me. I'm feeling it. Okay. What are my intentional questions that I'm going to ask myself? Okay. So I think everybody's going to be different, but for, for me, what, or what you believe would be helpful for me. Okay, so let's say, what would you say? Give me an example of a theme for the week. My theme for the following week, let's come up with one. Let's hold, please. I really, I want to come up with this. This is fun. Okay. I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> I get all choked up a little bit. It's fun. The, the theme for the week, okay, would be around ADHD Big Brother. Um, not about the podcast. The podcast is like that. I'm like you. I, I know that's the thing. Every Monday, fucking podcast, done. It would be around. Like I, I hired Sarah from Careergasm. So oh, I, I have love these, her. Oh my God. Thank you she's, for that interview. I just finished listening oh. to Careergasm. And she's a fellow Canadian. So it just warms my heart. <laughs> she she <laughs> totally. I love the hell out of her. And she is putting me back down to bare bones. Who are the people you want to help? Who are the people you don't want to help? What are the problems you want to solve? What are the problems you don't want anything to do with? And that speaks to, I don't want to help people with OCD. I don't want to help people who have relationship problems. I don't want to career coach. I want to help people that know what they want to do, know what they should do, know that they can do, know that they know how to do it, but can't get their shit together enough to do it. And it, those are the depressed. And it's typically middle-aged men are the people that resonate with me and artists, mm -hmm. people that are really creative. So it's the theme of the week would be around really fine tuning and 
the work I'm putting into understanding who are the people that I'm helping and following the work of careergasm, like the purpose and Sarah's questions to me, okay. which would, it would be that work of really getting to know specifically who I'm focused on helping. Excellent. Okay. So you have a, that's a task. That's a, pro, a small project. Oh yeah. That's what, does, what does success look like in that regard? What do you want to have by the end of next week? Damn it. You're right. That is a task. That's something I can think about. What I would want to accomplish over the week is, okay, how about this? Does this work? I want to have a very clear understanding of the, it would almost be like a customer avatar, or it would be the very specific person who my heart goes out to the purposeful work, the person I'm serving, who is that person? specifically. Is that a thing or is that also a task? That's, that is a task. That is a goal. That is beautiful. It is very specific. Why are you saying fuck? That's awesome. I want to get a theme. That's a theme. Call your goals a theme. What is a theme to you? A theme to me is, uh, I don't know. (laughs) You, here's the thing. You fixate on words and you think, okay. So what you just created there was a very specific goal to do a very specific task between today and next Sunday. So you have a week and one day to get your customer avatar together. What you might want to do is think about what do I want? Do I want to write it out? Do I have a template? Do I does you know, Sarah give you something or do you have a, I have written down on paper, whatever the fuck it is for you, my Mm -hmm. customer avatar. And then when you get to next Sunday, your questions, because you're asking me what my questions I'm going to ask myself did I do the customer avatar or not? If I didn't, what was my holdup? If I did, what were the what were the things that I learned about it? What are the themes of my customer avatar, if you love that word? Like you want to reflect on, and in terms of this customer avatar, what am I going to do with it? What's next? So those are the reflection questions. It starts with intentionality and from intention, then you go into action, right? And you pay attention to what you intend and you come to an outcome, right? Like it's just going up that ladder of attention, in, intention, attention, activation, complete goal, check mark, onto the next thing. Next thing you know, you have a thriving business and you're living in, I don't know, Timbuktu in your RV. An RV! You get to it. So that, that is structure, that is externalization. And that is also, because I know you would you have a unique interest in coaching, that is a coaching process where you take somebody who comes to you saying, ah, and you, they, you say, what do you want coached on? You wanted coached on reflecting. We explored what reflecting meant. I mirrored back to you like various different perspectives, which you pretty much already knew. And then we moved you into what does it look like? And then we moved you into activation at that point where you were like, oh, I'm so excited about this. And now you have a takeaway, right? So are you committing to getting that customer avatar done in this next week? Yeah. Okay. What day are you going to do it on? Oh, this is the part I love. This is the specific parts that I love. It'll be done. Wait, what day is today? Today's Saturday. Saturday. What day is it? What time? It's Saturday at 10 a.m. Saturday at 10 a.m. Okay. This is, I, here's the biggest thing I'm learning today is not about reflection, but it's the idea that I get really fucking hung up on words and their meanings. And I really got a sense of how loud 
my black and white thinking is. And I have, I, God, if I could find gray somewhere in the world, nuance would be beautiful. I don't have it. <laughs> I hate you or I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, my theme would be that I would feel good about who my ideal client would be. Okay. So uh, that's so, your outcome. Yeah. Is it? That's my outcome. Yeah. That's what you want to feel. That's why it's important to you. Because if you feel good, then what? Now I can take that and roll with it. What does roll with it mean? It means get somersault position and roll. It means that I can, <laughs> <laughs> my customers, someone pushed me down the hill. Uh, it would be that in moving on with my work with, with Sarah, it would be now I can build my language, build, connect on a deeper level to the problems. And ideally, my ideal customer is really me. It's like me 10 years ago. And so, because I, I can, I know who that person is. And yeah, I, that, that's, that's what I would do. Okay. But, All right. So now you've set a goal. You know what success looks like. You know why you're doing it and why it's important to you. Is there anything that might get in the way of you getting that done this week? It's college, work, podcasts, all the other responsibilities that I have. Okay. What would bare minimum be that you could do and feel good about it? Oh, I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Listen to this, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to dedicate 20 minutes of time every day to dwelling, <laughs> to, to, to contemplating, thinking, researching. And I think one thing that I'll do is I, one of the benefits of the podcast is the, the emails that you get from people that resonate yeah. with what you're saying. Yeah. And so going through those emails and looking at the common threads, like who's really connecting. And I love everybody that I connect with, but the, but seeing if there's something that is naturally happening or resonating because mm -hmm. then that would make the whole process a lot easier. Looking for so, points. Yeah. 20 minutes. Awesome. I, okay. It sounds like, you know, exactly what you're going to do when you're going to do it. There, there shouldn't be, are you, I'm assuming there won't be any barriers to you thinking about this for 20 minutes per day. The, <laughs> I'm literally now going, okay, are there barriers? No, I can do anything for fucking 20 minutes. I can okay. literally, I will set my timer because I am religious about timers and I can, okay do that. And okay. most likely I will schedule it in, I have a very specific time in mind when I can schedule it. Okay. And then what would your reflection on that look like? Like, when do you plan to reflect? <laughs> That's where I was going. That's where I was going. So now how do we tie it into reflection? It's due on Saturday, but I want to break. For, I want to, I want experience having time away from the thing. So I'm going to do the Sunday setup thing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So Sunday at, God, when would it be? It would be after everything is done, podcast is done, seven o'clock PM, like after dinner when I'm winding down and I'm just like, okay, let's hang out. And, and that's when I'm going to reflect. Awesome. And what does, in terms of process, are you writing it down? Are you just sitting? Like what, how do you want to reflect? This, this bad boy right here, the bullet journal. There you go. There you go. I will sit on my couch and I will ask myself questions. Did we talk about those? The, okay. Okay. The intentional questions. questions. Okay. So what, okay. If, do you just want to reflect on the theme or do you want to reflect on your whole week? Oh man, I would love to reflect on the whole week. I want to try okay. 
what would be a, I'd like the full package. What would be a <laughs> <laughs> the full enchilada? All right. So what would be, okay. My, I'm thinking out loud here and also asking the question of what would be really relevant reflection questions for you? Would it be something like what went well for me this week? Oh, that's or, a good one. You like that one? Yeah. Okay. What did I enjoy doing most this week? That's a good one. And then always, my husband and I do this every night at dinner. What are three wins that I'm taking from this week? Always focus on your wins because that makes your brain go back into your short-term memory and begrudgingly look for things that went you know, well and that you did good because that is how you reinforce positivity and that is giving you new neural networks in your brain, moving you. I'm not suggesting that this is a solve for depression, but when you start focusing on the positive, you start creating those new neural networks that moves you away from the neural networks that are in that depressive zone. So any kind of question that you are reflecting on or, and like, how did I move my business forward might be another question. I'm just making these up, but it's really important that you ask yourself maybe do more than five questions a week, but the same five questions and you can, and maybe even if you're a nerd like me, you want to do some scale questions so you can see progress. Like on a scale oh. of one to 10, how did I feel Yada this week? So that over time, you can start reflecting back. And it's like, wow, I'm starting to feel a lot better. This would be fun. And this will be fun too in the forum to be like, help. We can all brainstorm different positive reflection questions. I think that's awesome. And I will uh, definitely send you a link to some videos that I have of yes. how I do this for myself you can take some inspiration from, but I definitely think it's something you need to design for yourself based on the context of your life and what's most important to you. Excellent. I should do that. So uh, how are you feeling a, about reflection now? I'm into it. I'm into like, I'm into the process and I'm hopeful. Like I, I think the most thing, the biggest thing I'm taking out of it, I think the biggest thing that I'm taking out of it is the, are these reflection questions. It's, actively looking at positive aspects of my week. And I think my, what I'm learning or what I have learned through our conversation is that there's a component to my brain in particular, or all of our brains where we look for what won't work about something before we give it a shot and my head. And I'm so the podcast is riddled with this and it's that's what was my thought process on reflection was like i don't fucking get it there's no way my brain i don't even know what i did yesterday how but now that i'm more well informed and you're brilliant you this is super motivating good so i'm glad so thank thank you for coming on and motivating me and hopefully motivating all of us and we'll put show notes all this stuff in the show notes for you and where people can reach you, where people can contact you if they want to work with you. And yeah, thank you for coming on to the show. No, oh, my pleasure. And thank you for coming on to my show because I will be reusing this because we all love to be efficient with our workflows, right? Totally. <laughs> so yes, same likewise. So tell me just very briefly, where can people find you? Oh, I'm through the podcast. Through, uh, my uh, people don't know what your podcast is. My <laughs> Just Google podcast and see what comes up. I am the ADHD Big Brother podcast. Awesome. And then okay. everything is based on that. So ADHDBigBrother.com, 
And then the forum where we meet and the effort there is to provide a community and external accountability daily is through the forum, which is forum.adhdbigbrother.com. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And I will likewise do links to show notes and stuff like that. Awesome. I had so much fun with this. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.